Hey geeks, it's Jana and Ashley. Thanks for joining us this episode of the Geek Girls Universe podcast, your place for the latest geek and fandom news. Hey friends, it's Jana. Welcome back to the Geek Girls Universe. Recently, Ashley and I had a chance to sit down and chat with Catherine O'Donnelly and Mo Dunford of The Head. Season two of The Head returns to HBO Max and HBO Spain on December 22nd and promises to top the intensity and suspense of season one. But first, if you're new here or you haven't already, we would love it if you subscribed and left us a rating on Apple Podcasts or wherever it is you're listening from. It helps our podcast reach other geeks and the more the geek year, right? We also have a Facebook group, Geek Girls Universe. You don't need to be a girl to join, only a geek. The thrilling drama The Head returns for a second season, carrying on from the climactic ending of the first season, and it features a stellar cast of new and returning acting talent. Continuing with the show's key themes of isolation and the struggle between good and evil, season two relocates from Antarctica to an ocean freighter on a scientific mission. Set at a remote polar research station in the dark of winter, season one of The Head uses tricks of time and perspective to slowly uncover the details of a series of grisly murders started by a decapitation at one of Earth's most isolated human habitats. When the summer staff flies off to leave a skeleton crew behind, all is well. But after an unexpected radio silence, tensions are high as the helicopter returns in spring, only to discover a gruesome scene. Hi, Ashley. Hi, Dan. Hi. Yes, hi. So, Catherine and Mo, I just wanted to say thank you so much for taking time to chat with us today. I know, so season two returns, gosh, is it next week, the 22nd? I feel like, I can't believe it's almost the holiday already. So, season one is crazy i we we just watched it for this uh, and i have to say i like i didn't really know what to expect you know sort of reading the previews you're it's not it's not what i expected at all reading the description in the previews it's such a good show and it's so intense right and so you know we're i'm i'm very excited to see what happens um both to you catherine and to john's character so you know Catherine, we kind of learn at the end of season one, your motives for joining the crew of the Polaris are not exactly as forthcoming as they seem at the very beginning of this series. You know, Maggie is uh, definitely not who she purports to be, or should we call her Olivia? (laughs) And so can you talk a little bit about what we can expect from Olivia in the second season? Yeah, I mean, it's it's so true because I felt like I was coming into the second series with an entirely new character. Um, and had to <laughs> kind of, like, I had an idea whilst filming season one of, like, what she really was like, but I felt like I had to go a bit deeper with that, and sort of understand her history, understand what the experiences of season one would do to a person but um in season two she's also different because she's not in control her plan which was very carefully thought out begins to unravel and um so i think we meet not only like the real her but also a sort of more a frantic version of her where she's no longer in control and it was such a um treat to kind of have that challenge as an actor to yeah, go a bit deeper and darker with her and find someone that you could actually believe could do these awful things. So, yeah. So, Mo, you're joining the cast this season. Can you tell us a little bit about your character and kind of what we can expect from him this season? Sure, yeah. It was was a pleasure because it's the element of surprise that I wasn't involved in season. So it's coming in fresh. But Alec Kurtz is uh, in charge of the security of the ship that the mission is set on. 
And it's a scientific research station, this time not in the Antarctic, but on a moving ship, a real-life ship. And I suppose his job is to make sure that no heads are chopped off, but that's easier said than done, you know. Uh, <laughs> but, you know, I was a fan of season one, and I watched season one this time last year, and I was really taken with the work that Catherine had done and what John had done. And just to build on the strengths of season one and to work with a whole entirely new cast, but yet be part of this this world which which they've created. And um, it's full of surprises, just like season one is. Season two is like it it pushes pushes the boat out, but pushes it in in ways no one can see coming. You know, so yeah, it's a it's a joy. You kind of joked about um, you know heads you know being chopped off and oh, yeah. i will say that was such a crazy moment and just is it like the first episode or the second episode when we see miles outside i was like oh my gosh like i mean you know you expect he's not alive when they find him but when you actually see what's happened you were like oh oh this is intense like this is crazy and so speaking to that intensity a little bit how did you guys approach um kind of turning up that intensity and and in you know suspense from that first season because it's a little that's a little crazy and you know like like you said Catherine your character goes from seemingly just this sort of you know nice young doctor who joins the crew to this sort of darker you know crazy complex character yeah, I think there's a few elements that kind of up the tension. Like, um, firstly, like the way the story's told in season one, it's all through flashbacks and through one or two people's perspectives, whereas that's different in season two. So you kind of um, hear it not just from two people, but from several people's perspectives. And so like the who to believe uh, is even more like uh, mysterious and goes a bit deeper. There's also... Um, the presence of like the new location which i think it brings like a huge intensity to it yeah and shit um yeah i don't know what you think well again it's just to maintain that in intrigue you know what what i was really taken by was the inspirations of say john carpenter's the thing or agatha christie or you know it's murder mysteries are, are back all the rage now with knives out and that but it's something really original what jorge did with with the team from season one and just wanted to keep the element of surprise going and uh, it goes into so many strange directions because in light of the reveal at the end of season one you know and how catherine played it and how john played it and not speaking for john but arthur is such a different character now in season two mm -hmm. so it, it starts off in a way different place and you're in such a different place as well so yeah. Yeah. I just love the way the one t their use of one takes. I, I love shooting in one takes and there's a lot of that in season one and there's so much of that in season two and the collaborative nature of the the ensemble, you know. So there's a lot of freedom and play because of Jorge's direction. That was a big strength from, from season one. One thing which I really noticed when I watched it, which I I'd known obviously, but watching it made it really present was in season one all the characters know each other and they have a history and they know each other's secrets and they it's it's hard to hide things whereas in season two most of these characters don't know each other at all so there's much more scope to uh pretend to be someone else or 
to uh, work to be the most likable, the least likely person to have done these things. There's much more room for deception when you don't know each other. And I really felt that that, that added the intensity of it. Yeah. Of a lot absolutely. Of it. No, absolutely. And everybody, as well as that, everybody has their, for the mission, they're all divided into different teams. So there's the scientific crew, there's the the ship crew, there's the uh, engine crew, and then security and John and, 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 and Maggie. And you just don't know where you stand at any given time. And I love that. I love playing that, you know. It's fun. It's a lot of fun to shoot as well. Like a lot. <laughs> <laughs> I bet. So you, the location shifts for this season, did that present any new challenges for you, Catherine, like kind of adjusting to the ship atmosphere or was it better because it's not quite as cold? <laughs> you know what? Season one was so sweaty because we filmed it in Tenerife that, uh, that it was just great to not be wearing the Antarctic clothes in terms of temperature. Um, but no, the ship was pretty amazing because most of most of one we filmed in a studio and there was some studio work for this one, but this ship um, is just like next level. It's um, it's so daunting. Like it's a huge beast. And then it can't, you can't help, but it, it, it informs your performance, no matter how much you maybe try and pretend you're not there because it's like the smells, the sounds, the movement of the ship, like, it's so present. It feels like another character in the series. Big time, big time. But the prospect of when I heard it was cast in the head, the prospect of, of pretending you're in the Antarctic and wearing ice cold water bottles in under your jacket, that wasn't that appealing because I, I, I get very hot very quickly. But uh, being on a real life moving ship in the middle of the ocean, that was really exciting. It's something that the show shows its versatility as well. It's, Tenerife was an amazing location. I mean, out with acting, it's such so cool to get to go on one of those ships. Like you'd never. Um, in everyday life get to go on a set like that so yeah, yeah. It's pretty impressive yeah and a whole new team you know actors from all around the world French Scandinavian Japanese just like season one but like at the top of their game so they, they bring a lot this season yeah just nothing so are there any big surprises or moments that you guys are especially looking forward to the audience seeing in this season yes but I don't know if I can say that uh, <laughs> but you can't tell us spoilers yeah okay <laughs> Any non-spoilery ones? Or like, this is the episode that is going to blow everybody's mind. But you know, the slow build of what everybody's looking for is then the continuation of Arthur and Maggie's relationship or their, their arc, you know, that's happening all behind the scenes. And there are a lot of surprises there. You know, it's all happening while the mission is happening. Your role. Okay. There's one moment in uh, in episode one, which, which so maybe less of a spoiler, but um, there's a there's a court scene, and that's maybe the beginning of the un unraveling of Maggie's plan. And I think that's when it gets exciting for the characters because what seemed so set in stone falls away from their control, and I think that's really satisfying and opens itself up to the story. So even reading the scripts, I always wanted to know what happens next, you know, and a lot of people want to know, fans of the show want to, want to see what happens with Maggie and Arthur. So I was riveted, you know, of the six episodes of season two, it really has a, a good continuation of that. That's great. Well, hopefully Mo, your character makes it to the end and doesn't end up headless 
<laughs> yes, hopefully, I know. <laughs> Fingers crossed for you. And we thank you both so much for this. This was great. We look forward to seeing the rest of the episodes. And I'm sure the fans are also equally excited about it. Oh, yeah, thank you so much. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yes. Thank, thank you. you so much. Thank you. Thanks for listening to this episode of the Geek Girls Universe. As always, if you have something to share, tag us on Twitter at Whiskey and Sunshine and that Ashley Aaron. Until next time, geeks. Thanks for listening. Join us again next time for more geeky goodness.